planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Ever Black Podcast. Now, Valentine's Day, that special day where you bring your significant other a heavy-ass album filled with stank-face-inducing riffs, blast beats, disgusting breakdowns and windmills, and maybe even a cuddly teddy and some chocolates. If that isn't on your gift list for Love Day, then it sure as hell should be because Suicide Silence are releasing their new heavy-as-fuck album, Become the Hunter, this Friday, February 14. And joining us on this show to talk all about it is guitarist Mark Hailman from Suicide Silence. And uh, he had heaps to say about the concept behind it, uh, playing Hammersonic Festival and Not Fest, uh, touring with Slipknot, hanging with Clown while cooked on uh, shrooms, and, uh, of course, his favourite Aussie beers, and uh, also the Meltdown Burger, which uh, is a tie-in with the album that they're doing over there in the States. It sounds pretty damn epic. Uh, he's a pretty funny guy too and shreds hard especially on this album. It's such a great return to form and even though the last album divided a lot of people this one will sure as hell shut up all the doubters. It's a really really great album. Another great way to kick off the year. I mean we've we've been very spoilt for 2020 and uh, you can definitely add this to uh, your uh, best of list at the end of the year. It is heavy. The new Suicide Silence album Become the Hunter comes out this Friday Friday, February 14, through Nuclear Blast. Uh, you can pre-save the album now through digital retails or physical copies through JB Hi-Fi and all uh, great record stores. All right, before we go into this episode, we just have to give a shout-out to our friends at Blacklight Art and Design who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They do shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it, and they've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media. And uh, they're awesome guys, really, really helpful every single time. Check them out at www.blacklightad.com.au. show is also brought to you by our friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Uh, also want to give a shout-out to our friends at the occult clothing brand Electric Witch who uh, have just been doing awesome, awesome things, and their new designs are incredible. So if you want something heavy and brutal and to support a good local Aussie brand, uh, they are the one to uh, check out, www.electricwitch.com.au. And don't forget to subscribe to the Everblack podcast through iTunes, Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com. Like us and all the socials and if you've uh, got the time please feel free to leave us a review through itunes it definitely helps us out and uh, we will keep bringing you uh, the awesome interviews very very soon all right here is mark from suicide silence pre-order the new album become the hunter now it's out through nuclear blast this friday february 14 love day get one for your significant other i'm sure they'll appreciate it horns high love to all enjoy Hey, Mark. How you going, brother? Hey, man. I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. 
Good. Thanks for joining us on the show again. It's been uh, a few years, actually. Yeah, man, no problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, dude. Well, uh, of course, the new Suicide Silence album, uh, Become the Hunter, is filthy, disgusting, brutal, and stank-face-inducing, and I love it. It's funny that metal is the only genre where that is, like, the highest compliment. 100%. I agree. I think that... uh also, what heavy metal does, which is like a, an odd kind of thing, is if you really love heavy ass shit, it'll make you laugh hysterically at it. And that's and that's like how we try to write music together. Like we try to make each other laugh with how fucking sick and disgusting it is. And if it's if it makes you laugh, then you know it's just fucking it's that that stank face inducer. And this album is all that, man. I love this album. It's so heavy, and it, it also. It also comes out on Valentine's Day, February 14, man, which uh, means ditch the chocolates and the romance, give your significant other some risks for days. Uh, I think that's that's a much better option, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you know that kind of just had a. It just was. It was an available release date, and I mean, just to be completely honest, we're like we knew that "Love Me to Death" was going to be the first single, and we're like, let's do "Love Me to Death" and announce that we're releasing it on Valentine's Day. Let's just make it, make it, make it fucking work. I'm going to buy my wife a copy, and uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of like you know Homer Simpson with the the bowling ball, where I'll just I'll just get it. So she'll be like, "What's this?" and I'll be like, "Happy Valentine's Day." <laughs> She'll be like, I, I, I don't listen to this. And I was like, I do. Well, thank you. Okay, fine. If you don't want it, then nice vinyl copy. But um, in all seriousness, though, this album is extremely dark and brutal compared to your last album where I, I feel you guys really took some risks. And, and this one seems to take it back to the beginning with some added atmosphere. And What was the driving force behind the direction of this one? Well, I think that on the last record, we were just in a place as as friends, as a band, as, as music writers, where it was just like, it wasn't what we wanted to do. We didn't want to just write another, you know, heavy record. It literally wasn't, you know, wasn't in the cards. We were, we wanted to follow what we really felt like we wanted to do. And the real driving force behind this one was that we experimented on the last record. And as far as, you know, a commercial success, it, it wasn't people didn't like it, you know, so plain and simple, you know, going through all of that, it reminded us that it's like, dude, fucking making heavy-ass shit and stoking our fans out and stoking the fucking metal world out with just disgusting-ass shit, like, that's fun, and that's what we want to do on this. Like, especially anybody, any kind of people was like, oh, like, these guys fucking lost their heavy or whatever. It's like, you guys don't remember, like, how fucking heavy we are. And, like, mm. we, we can... We can make some fucking extremely brutal shit. And uh, it was kind of, yeah, that was kind of the driving force. It was just like, dude, we got to just shut up the people that think that, like, we lost our heavy because, like, that's 100% not the case. And that is totally true on this. It's, I, I like, man, I'll be honest, I, I loved the last album. I really liked it. I thought it was, it was different. And this one come back and it's just heavier and uh, dirtier, and uh, man, it's it's a really solid album. And I love your middle as well. I mean, there's a running theme throughout the album. Is, is there a story that all the songs tell as one ties into the if, album? If there's one story, if there's one story, it kind of does kick off like with two steps. Is literally about being everyone being very close to having some sort of breakdown. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> And, and 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 lashing out at this fucking insane world that we have kind of built around us with 
just shit pushing our buttons all the time. There's fucking war and murder, all this just insane shit that is a part of our regular lives. Like it's everywhere around us. And two steps is about, you know, these thoughts that we have that, you know, are pushed potentially making a decision that, that would change our entire lives. You know, and it's like pretty sensitive shit, obviously. I mean, it could be suicide. It could be murder. It could be fucking, you know, slamming your car into that person that cut you off. Like any of that shit, like you're two steps away. So it's like it's painting that picture of, you know, how how shit just beats people down. And then the entire record is basically a portrait of different ways of people losing their shit and actually acting on those thoughts and, and, and become the hunter is basically instead of being hunted by society and life and all the bullshit that pushes you down, it's, you know, turning it around and becoming the hunter and hunting back. And the short film video trilogy as well, you released that sort of ties in with it all that. That's incredible, dude. It looked amazing. It came up with, with that idea. Uh, that was, it was us and our our manager Jerry Club he has been he's been with us since the beginning and uh, you know whenever we're coming up with our ideas of what we want to do as far as you know promoting it's it's always been you know he's the sixth member of the band and uh, that was that was kind of that the, the trilogy of it all was kind of, it encompasses the entire theme of the record in a story that isn't exactly straight from the album but it's inspired by the entire kind of concept or theme of the record well that bear trap bit was brutal that was mm-hmm. tough, tough to watch. <laughs> it yeah, was, we, yeah. have, we, always, we always enjoy making things that are you know like a little bit over the top and like the brutal department even from the beginning like our first we thought it was super extreme when we did the Price of Beauty video on the cleansing and we're like, let's have this fucking doctor cut this bitch's ear off and like have this crazy plastic surgery shit. And then it kind of like bit us in the ass and like we weren't, they couldn't air our video on like Headbangers Ball, which was still around, wouldn't play it on MTV2. And like we couldn't even put the video anywhere. Now all that shit is gone and it doesn't even matter. It just goes on YouTube. But then once again, we did it on this and we made these, these gnarly ass videos and how they're all uh, age-restricted because it's violent. You have to be signed into YouTube and, like, agree to be able to watch them. So we're still, like, we're, we're, we're just too extreme for the mainstream, I think, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. But in, in saying that, you're doing some listening parties for the album, including one at a place called Grill em All. How epic is that? And uh, yeah. there's, a, there's a Meltdown Burger. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've wanted to do it for a long time. That place, was, it used to be a food truck. It started off uh, probably 10 years ago or more, and they used to be a food truck, and they used to go to, like, you know, Century Media, uh, Blade, and all the record labels that are uh, around your nuclear blast. And, like, it all kind of started as, like, selling burgers to fucking metalheads, and now there's an actual location. And uh, we've been fans of that place for a long time. I mean, anything that's fucking... Metal and food, it's great. <laughs> so what's on this Meltdown Burger? Dude, you actually are asking the wrong guy because I have no idea. All I know is it's an exclusive burger for that day, and I know there's a vegan option. That's all I said. I was like, make sure you yeah. fucking have a, have a veggie burger as well. There you go. There you know. no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm can't I, check I, it out. I know, I, know that it's, I know it's spicy. I know that I heard that it's spicy. I think there's jalapenos or some shit on it. It's brutal. 
<laughs> as long as it, what goes with the what goes with the song? Oh, you shit your pants. <laughs> You're playing Knotfest and Hammersonic Festival, and Hammersonic man for me is like the dream festival. I love it. Like everything over there, they love their metal over in Indo. Have you have you played that one before? No, we haven't done Hammersonic. We did another one that I can't remember the name of right now, but I had no idea that it was going to be what it was. We were just playing this like this this. We were on this bill, and then we show up, and it's like, holy shit, there's, like, fucking something like 15,000 people at this show, and it was, it was huge. And I think that Hammer Sonic is a little bit supposedly bigger than that. Mm. It's massive. It's like I've had uh, yeah, one... Yeah, there's, there's, there's people fun. One of my mates years ago played it, and um, he said it was one of the best uh, experiences of his life. Because they just, they're so passionate oh, really? about music and metal over there. Um, and, uh, man, one day, one day I'll get my ass over there. But, uh, of course, I mean, in, in regards to Knotfest, you've done, you have done that one before, I leave. H- how's it touring with uh, the Slipknot guys and, and hanging with those guys out on the road? They're great. I mean, Slipknot, uh, our first real, uh, I would say that Slipknot, touring with Slipknot is what kind of, like, broke us into any sort of, like, you know, household kind of uh, name. Because we toured with Slipknot in 2008, and uh, that was the first time we met them, and they were all awesome. I remember that was before... What the fuck record was that? I'm blanking on the, the one after Subliminal Versus. Clown came on our bus and wanted to listen to his the new Slipknot with us and listen to our record and, like, talk about it. I'll never forget it. And I remember, like, me and Mitch were on Mushrooms, <laughs> and, and it was the end of event of like we had never met him in our lives but we knew who he was obviously and he just comes on the bus and he like knocks he's like hey like you guys want to hang out like I got the new Slipknot like I'd love to listen to your guys record with you and just like talk about how you guys write and all this stuff so we we got to have this like bro down I don't think I've ever even told him that I was on much when that happened and like we have a picture this Polaroid uh picture like we had this polaroid camera and we have a picture of all of us on the bus with clown and we were all fucking i was like 18 or 19 years old at the time and uh basically those dudes are fucking cool as shit and you know one they deserve every you know ounce of fame that they have because they're just they're down and they support the underground just they're fucking they're great they sure do man They've, they've actually introduced me to a few bands over the years, you know what I mean? You end up Googling who they're playing with and, and stuff. So, it's, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool like that. And you guys are awesome like that too. Of course, uh, when can we expect to see you dudes back down here in Australia? Dude, I'm trying to get over there at the end of the year, but we haven't quite got it locked in yet. So if you've got the, if you've got the, if you've got the promotion company over there that you know, tell them we want to come down and we want to play in December or January. <laughs> Really want to. summer hot beers barbecues. Let's do it, bro. That's that'd be the guy. Give me that shit, dude. Yeah. Give me that shit. I remember I had a good ass beer called Bees Knees when I was in Australia last time. <laughs> I haven't had that one. I'm gonna have to check that out. I love my beer. Nah, so. You guys got like these new micro brews or like smaller beer companies. I feel like micro brews have hit Australia now, which they weren't there like I don't know ten years ago. Yeah, it's, they hit hard, man. Hit hard. And if you in New Zealand, actually, we get it here. It's called yeah. uh, Wacker Changi. You get one of those, and right. fucking awesome, man. That's my drop right now. I don't, I'll hunt that shit down anywhere. I'll drive an hour to get a I'm get a carton of that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> 
I'll settle for, I'll settle, I'll settle for, a, for a VB, though. I'll drink it. Hey, man, you're talking my language. You, yeah, there we go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it in Australia, man. That's shit fucking great down there. Well, man, we absolutely love having you dudes down here. Uh, the new album is just fucking incredible. Become the Hunter comes out on February 14. Mark, thanks for hanging on the show again, bro. And uh, I'll get you some beers for when you come down here. Hell yeah, dude. I'll bogan out with you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 